This is Barry Zalma, Zalma on Insurance. I am an attorney, retired from the active practice of law, and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant, an insurance claims expert, witness, and author, and producer of these videos. Today, talking about the defenses to the, the tort of bad faith and the use of the genuine dispute doctrine. Insurers in states where the tort of bad faith exists, which is almost every state, deny fraudulent insurance claims with fear and trembling. The specter of a punitive damage award has worked to make multimillionaires of many insurance criminals who convince insurers to settle rather than to take a chance on trial. Insurers pay claims they believe they do not owe because they are fearful, regardless of the merits of their position, of being assessed punitive damages in a bad faith action. I have personally been involved in a case that settled for more than $2 million dollars when in fact it was an absolute, easily proved fraud with a motion for summary judgment pending at the time the insurance companies settled around their own counsel. The fear is not well placed if the suspected fraudulent claim or non-covered loss is denied based upon a fair and thorough investigation an intelligent review of the facts as they relate to the policy wording, and a reasonable application of the law of the jurisdiction. If, after a fair and thorough investigation, an insurer believes that a fraud is being attempted, or that the loss is not covered by the policy wording, the dispute between the insurer and the insured is one of fact, not tort, and the insured is limited to recovery of contract damages if the insurer's decision is proved to be wrong. If the insurer has done its work properly before denying a claim, it should never be held liable for breach of the covenant of good faith and fair dealing. Tort and punitive damages allegations should be eliminated as a matter of law. It is now settled law in California, for example, that an insurer denying or delaying the payment of a policy benefits due to the existence of a genuine dispute with its insured as to the existence of coverage, liability, or the amount of the insured's coverage claim is not liable in bad faith, even though it might be liable for breach of contract. This is Fraley versus Allstate Insurance Company, a 2000 decision of the California Court of Appeal. The California Court of Appeals in Chateau Chambray Homeowners Association versus Associated International Insurance Company, a California Court of Appeal decision in 2001, extended the genuine dispute doctrine to a factual claim dispute, 
Fraud, by definition, is a factual dispute. The insured claimed he had a covered loss, while the insurer, from its investigation, believed it established that the claim presented by the insured was false and fraudulent. The California Court of Appeals found that the Associated International was entitled to summary judgment based on a genuine dispute concerning facts and stated, although an insurer's bad faith is ordinarily a question of fact to be determined by a jury, by considering the evidence of motive, intent, and state of mind, the question becomes one of law when because there are no conflicting inferences, reasonable minds could not differ. The court stated in Walbrook v. Liberty Mutual in 1992, quote, We are not called upon to determine whether the insurer's view as to the proper outcome of the adjustment process was correct. It is only necessary for us to determine that in light of the record as a whole, its position with respect to the disputed points was reasonable or that the insurer had proper cause to assert the position that it did. Close quote. In Gebara v. Allstate Insurance Company, a 2001 decision of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal, Allstate believed from its investigation that Gebara had attempted fraud. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal held that the genuine dispute in this case was not purely factual. The genuine dispute as to the contents claim was based on factual evidence. Three expert opinions, inconsistent testimony by Gabara and her witnesses, and desperate financial circumstances. The genuine dispute as to the structure claim, however, was based on the fraud language in the policy and on an unsettled issue in California insurance law. The genuine dispute defense has been adopted across the U.S. The essence of the question as to whether the dispute is merely a contractual or whether there are tortious elements justifying an award of punitive damages depends first on whether there is proof of bad faith and next whether the proof is sufficient for the jury to conclude that there was conduct that is outrageous because of the defendant's evil motive or his reckless indifference to the rights of others. In California, the genuine dispute rule does not relieve an insurer from its obligation to thoroughly and fairly investigate, process, and evaluate the insured's claim. A genuine dispute exists only where the insurer's position is maintained in good faith and on reasonable grounds. As the California Supreme Court stated in this connection, we find potentially misleading the statements in some decisions to the effect that under the genuine dispute rule, bad faith cannot be established where the insurer's withholding of benefits is reasonable or based on a legitimate dispute as to the insurer's liability. In the insurance bad faith context, a dispute is not legitimate 
unless it is founded on a basis that is reasonable under all the circumstances. This is Wilson versus 21st Century, a California Supreme Court decision in 2007. In Idaho and Wisconsin, an insured may recover in tort where its insurer unreasonably and in bad faith denies or withholds payment of a valid claim. In addition, an insured asserting a claim of bad faith must show that the claim was not fairly debatable, that the denial or failure to pay was not the result of a good faith mistake, and that the resulting harm is not fully compensable by contract damages. An insurer does not act in bad faith if it challenges the validity of a fairly debatable claim. In these states, genuine dispute is replaced with the term fairly debatable, but they really mean the same thing. When a claim is fairly debatable, the insurer is entitled to dispute the claim and will not be deemed liable for failure to pay the claim. A mistaken withholding of benefits or delay in payment is not bad faith where it is reasonable or based on a genuine dispute as to the insurer's liability. There are two ways in Kentucky in which a claim may be fairly debatable. One, if the issue is one of first impression in Kentucky and authorities from other jurisdictions support the insurer's position. And two, if a dispute over relevant facts related to coverage exists. In Prieto v. Paul Revere Life Insurance Company, the Ninth Circuit applying Arizona law affirmed a partial summary judgment for the insurer on bad faith and punitive damages holding the Arizona Supreme Court in Zillish v. State Farm changed its approach, finding that while fair debatability is a necessary condition to avoid a claim of bad faith, it is not always a sufficient condition. The appropriate inquiry is whether there is sufficient evidence from which reasonable jurors can conclude that in the investigation, evaluation, and processing of the claim, the insurer acted unreasonable and either knew or was conscious of the fact that its conduct was unreasonable. Similarly, Iowa also sets up the fairly debatable standard as a defense to the tort of bad faith and explain that when a claim is fairly debatable, the insurer is entitled to debate it whether the debate concerns a matter of fact or a matter of law. A reasonable basis exists for denial of policy benefits if the insured's claim is fairly debatable, either as a matter of law or fact, and a claim is fairly debatable when it is open to dispute on any logical basis. Stated another way, if reasonable minds can differ on the coverage determining facts or law, then the claim is fairly debatable. This is a case called Belleville versus Farm Bureau, a 2005 decision of the Iowa Supreme Court. 
In Florida, the court refused to adopt the fairly debatable standard, but concluded that the trial court considering a charge of tortious bad faith conduct by an insurer must consider all of the circumstances involved in the denial of coverage in evaluating an insurer's liability for bad faith. The Florida Court of Appeal directed the trial court to apply the following standards. One, the insurer's effort to resolve promptly the coverage issues or otherwise limit any potential prejudice to the insured. Two, the substance of the coverage disputes or the weight of the legal authority on the coverage issue. And three, the insurer's diligence or thoroughness in investigating the facts specifically pertinent to coverage. Applying Colorado law, the Tenth Circuit stated in Marathon v. Maryland Casualty in 2001, Bad faith claims are a species of tort law, not of contract law. They constitute a violation of the insurer's separate, non-contractual duty to process claims fairly and in good faith. Under Wyoming law, a bad faith case is an independent tort action based on the theory that insurers owe a duty of good faith to policyholders not to unreasonably deny a claim for the benefits under the policy. It is therefore the duty of a claims person who decides that a loss or defense must be denied to collect sufficient evidence that will establish that the denial of the claim was fairly debatable or that there was a genuine dispute. The evidence must be clear and unambiguous so that a trier of fact, a judge or a jury, would conclude that a reasonable and prudent insurer would have made the same decision. In North Dakota, the Supreme Court stated in Fetch v. Guam that the district court held as a matter of law an insurance company is not guilty of bad faith for denying a claim when the claim is fairly debatable or if there is a reasonable basis for denying the claim or delaying payment. The court found that over the years, American Hardware, the insurer, had made offers of settlement in line with the verdict. In addition, the court determined Fetch did not present any information suggesting that American Hardware improperly denied coverage, investigated in bad faith, or fraudulently induced Fetch to delay filing a motion for default judgment against Guam. Moreover, the trial court noted the, those arguments were anticipated by American hardware and effectively refuted. The North Dakota Supreme Court stated clearly and unambiguously, quote, an insurer does not act in bad faith by reasonably refusing to settle a claim which is fairly debatable as to liability for amounts demanded by an insured which are not supported by facts regarding damages. In addition, the Alabama Supreme Court in State Farm v. Slade, a 1999 decision, found that when the claim is not fairly debatable, 
refusal to pay will be bad faith and under appropriate facts give rise to an action for tortious refusal to honor the claim. But when a claim is fairly debatable, the insurer is entitled to debate it, whether the debate concerns a matter of fact or a matter of law. Bad faith in Alabama is not simply bad judgment or negligence. To prove bad faith, the insured must show a dishonest purpose and a breach of a known duty that is the duty of good faith and fair dealing through some motive of self-interest or ill will. This video was adapted from my book, Zalma on Insurance Claims, Part 106, Second Edition, which is available from Amazon.com as both a Kindle book and a paperback, with details available at my website, Zalma.com, by clicking on the Insurance Claims Library, which will reveal to you all of my books and some of my training courses. If you found this video to be useful to you, refer it to your colleagues, and please subscribe to my blog so that you can learn about future videos and future blog posts, which I post usually on a daily basis. Thank you again for your attention.